Managing risk and protecting your profits on a dairy farm isn't always easy, but it's becoming increasingly more important to have a good understanding of milk markets to better protect your profits through more frequent volatile periods. Welcome to the Protecting Your Profits podcast, a brief monthly update where I will take a deeper dive into topics or trends that will help you better understand milk markets and risk management. I'm Zach Myers, Risk Education Manager for the Center for Dairy Excellence. Let's see what's happening this month. Okay, good afternoon. I'm Zach Myers with the Center for Dairy Excellence. We'll go ahead and get started with today's Protecting Your Profits webinar. Thank you for uh, taking the time to join the webinar today. And if you have any questions, you can uh, uh, type them into the chat box or uh, or uh, at the end of the presentation, if you want to unmute yourself and and ask a question verbally, that's that's fine too. So, uh, as usual, um, my uh, my uh, uh, intent today or my goal today is to provide an overview of current dairy markets and to review risk management opportunities. This is all public information, and while I may express some opinions, these are certainly not recommendations. So, with that, we'll just uh, we'll get into. Uh, the presentation here, uh, one addition to the agenda from normal is uh, the February um, um, milk production report uh, wraps up 2022 numbers. It reports has finalized numbers for 2022 on, on various dairy statistics. So I've got a few slides to start the program here that uh, shows where Pennsylvania stands within the within the top dairy states and uh, com and in comparison to uh to uh, uh, U.S. averages. So then after that, it's just current markets, exports, and then uh, risk management, the dairy margin coverage, dairy revenue protection before we to, to finish things up. So to get started on the uh, finalized 2022 numbers, so all the next uh, four, I think there's four or five tables here coming up. Uh, they're all set up basically the same way. Um, the states, um, so we'll just, uh, I got to PA numbers highlighted in yellow, just for a quick reference. Um, so the, this one, this first one is total milk production and those numbers in the columns are in millions of pounds. So uh, California is the top dairy state here in the country with uh, 40, almost 41.9 billion pounds of milk production. This is down from uh, last year. Pennsylvania, as you see down there, is ranked number eighth with uh, just under 10 billion pounds. And this is the first time Pennsylvania has been in under 10 billion pounds in, I think, at least uh, a couple of decades. So uh, uh, dropped below that 10 billion threshold for the first time in, in, in several years. And then the U.S. at 226 billion or 200, yeah, 200, almost 226.5 billion uh, is was up slightly, uh, one one tenth of a percent. And this is 169 million pounds more than what it was last year. Pennsylvania does re remain as the eighth largest dairy uh, state in terms of production um, uh, here in the country. Cow numbers, uh, Pennsylvania is fifth in cow numbers, but eighth in total production. And of course, we'll see the reason for that here on the next slide, but uh, Pennsylvania did lose uh, 1.3% uh, of its cows, so down about 6,000 uh, cows from 2021 to 468,000. Uh, California and Wisconsin uh, are the number of one and two states. And then comparing that to the national, to the U.S. numbers, there's 9.4 uh, million cows in the end in, that ended in 2022. This is 47,000 less than 21 or a half a percent less. 
So here in the milk per cow, um, annualized milk per cow, Pennsylvania at uh, 21,259 uh, pounds per, per cow is, um, uh, it lags the national average by 2,828 pounds. The national average is 24,087 pounds. This is the first time uh, basically in the history that uh, the U.S. has uh, eclipsed that 24,000 pounds per cow uh, threshold. And I draw your attention to Min Michigan and, and Minnesota. Um, uh, Michigan, uh, is with a, there's about 1,010 dairies in Michigan, so that 27,430 is a state average, which, of course, is easily ranks first in the nation uh, in terms of milk cow efficiency. And uh, uh, Minnesota um, uh, is 23,128, comparing that to Pennsylvania, 21,259. Uh, Michigan and Minnesota produce more milk than Pennsylvania with less cows, and that's uh, strictly due to the efficiency of their cows versus the ones here in Pennsylvania. So if we were able to match the national average, uh, just over 24,000 pounds, we'd be able to um, overcome Minnesota as the seventh largest milk production state. Dairy farm numbers, uh, it was sort of the national trend to lose numbers last year. The U.S. lost 1,910 dairies or 6.4% of its dairies last year uh, and Pennsylvania. Um, uh, was not was didn't lose as many percentage wise as the U.S., but still of uh, 3.8 percent of the dairy dairies in Pennsylvania exited the business for whatever reason in 2022, and uh, that uh, with 5,000 dairies um, ending the year, and uh, that puts historically Pennsylvania is ranked number two uh, in the nation in terms of total dairy cows, and that trend, of course, can continued with uh, Wisconsin having the most dairies with. Uh, 6,350 dairies to finish 2022. And then the last slide I have here on the 22 statistics is average herd size. Uh, the trend across the country for the last several years uh, has been consolidation. And of course, this continued last year. The U.S. jumped from 317 uh, cows per dairy up to 337 cows per dairy in 2020. This is a difference of uh, 20 cows and then about 6.3% Pennsylvania, although has a small herd size relative to the other top 10 states. And as a matter of fact, the Pennsylvania has the fourth smallest, smallest average herd size in the nation at 94. Uh, but there is uh, a continuation even in Pennsylvania for, for herd size to grow. And... Uh, um, so now moving on to current markets, milk production across the country in January was 17.675 uh, billion pounds. This is up 8% or 0.8% compared to February 2022. Uh, U.S. cow numbers were up 37,000 head year over year to 9.417 million head and up 12,000 head compared to January revised numbers. Milk production per cow was up. Uh, four tenths of a percent uh, to 1,877 pounds compared to last year. This is equivalent to about 77 pounds per lactating cow per day, assuming 87% of mature, cow, mature cows are lactating at any given time, or about two tenths of a pound more than what she produced last year. 
Pennsylvania cow numbers are down about 2,000 from last year and equal to January at 466,000. Pennsylvania milk output per cow was also up two-tenths of a pound, just like uh, the U.S. Um, was. Uh, but it's, of course, less at 68.8 pounds. Pennsylvania milk per cow was four pounds more than a year ago at 1,675 pounds per cow during February. Total production was basically fat, flat in uh, Pennsylvania at 781 million pounds, uh, which was just down a tenth of a percent compared to January a year ago. And then your dairy cow slaughter numbers will be uh, uh, released tomorrow afternoon. On the dairy product stock side, uh, the butter, butter and cheese, the cold storage report will be released. Uh, that's another report that will be released tomorrow. Uh, but January lags, so the January nonfat dry milk, or excuse me, nonfat dry milk lags. So January is the most recent data currently, and that's up 3.9 percent to 270 million, 271 million pounds. At two dollars and thirty-nine cents per pound, February butter price is 25 cents less than a year ago. The global dairy trade butter price remains slightly higher than the U.S. price, but the EU butter price is now more competitive internationally than U.S. at $2.15 a pound. Cheese price is $0.05 cents less than last year at $1.94 and is considerably lower than the global dairy trade price of $2.31, but just slightly cheaper than the EU's price at $2.02. At $1.23 per pound, nonfat dry milk is similar to global dairy trade and EU prices at $1.26 and $1.15, respectively. And on the production side, um, January better production was up 201 million pounds or 3.8%. Cheese was up 3.2% uh, to 1.209 billion pounds. And nonfat dry milk at 177 million pounds was up 4% compared to uh, a year ago. And this uh, basically follows, uh, you're going to have more, you're going to have more powder stocks are going to build when milk production is up and milk production over the last uh, three or four months has been up year over year. And, and is, so it makes a, a more, has more supply, there's more milk supply, and, and so that market is being balanced by turning that uh, extra supply into more powder. On the demand side, butter at 140 million pounds of disappearance was down 13% compared to January a year ago. Uh, this was caused by uh, ex both exports and domestic usage being down. Uh, domestic usage, as you see there on the slide, accounts for 95% of the disappearance in butter, uh, so swings in uh, the domestic market for butter are going to have a greater impact on, on milk price than international. Same thing goes with cheese. Domestic usage of cheese accounts for 94% of disappearance, at least in January. Total cheese, uh, American plus other style cheeses were totaled 1.198 billion pounds, uh, and uh, exports and domestic usage were were both up, although domestic usage was was rel relatively flat compared to a year ago. Nonfat dry milk and skim milk powder at 199 million pounds was down four uh, percent versus versus uh, last January. This was caused by both exports and domestic usage being down. 
Now, milk powder is opposite of, of butter and cheese in terms of what uh, uh, accounts for disappearance. Most of the powder we make here in the United States, 76% in January, uh, leaves, leaves the nation's borders as an exported product. Based on March 21st closing prices, Class 3 milk is at its low this month at $18.05. Where in general increases to a high of 1964 um, before starting to decline again through February of next year. At $19.03 a hundredweight, the 12 month average class three milk price is just one cent less than a month ago, but still a dollar twelve more than the five year rolling average of $17.91 per hundredweight. Class four hits its low next month at $18.04 per hundredweight before steadily improving to 1977 in November before it uh, starts a gradual descent through at least February 2024. At 1910, the 12-month uh, average price is 55 cents higher than last month and still about $2 more than the five-year average of $17.14. So for January exports, January exports started off the nation uh, relatively strongly uh, at 16% um, more than uh, January a year ago, 181,676 million metric tons of milk solid equivalent dairy products were shipped across U.S. borders uh, I, during the month of January. And with the... Uh, um, Tonnage up, the, the value was also up uh, uh, for a total of $710.9 million, which is 21% more than uh, uh, January of 2022. So moving on to the final topic of risk management, dairy margin coverage we'll talk about first. The January margin was $7.94 per hundredweight. This triggered an $1.56 indemnity at the max 9.50 margin coverage. Uh, this indemnity, uh, the January indemnity covers all but three cents per hundredweight of the annual premium cost. Feed cost increased by 22 cents to $15.16 per hundredweight, and the U.S. all milk price fell uh, $1.60 to 23.10. The February margin will be announced next Friday, March 31st. So projections for the remainder of the year, the 794 you see there is an actual price. The rest are projected price. But if you'll notice what I've got circled there, the the DMC margin is expected to remain below that maximum 950 margin coverage through September uh, with, with October, November, and December margins not really that much higher above. Hopefully mar markets will improve and those margins will improve. But as it stands now, uh, September the margin will will remain tight through the remainder of the year. Dairy revenue protection, uh, based on, um, well, first of all, March 15th was the last day that second quarter 2023 policies were offered. The sales period now uh, is is quarter third quarter 2023 through the third quarter 2024 until june 15th when sales on the quarter three 2023 will end a 100 class 395 price percent price protected floor could be set from a low of 17.88 cents in second quarter of next year to a high of eight 
$18.53 in uh, the fourth quarter of this year for an average of 39 cents per hundredweight uh, with uh, a third quarter 2024 policies not offered yet. On the class four side, uh, floors could be set from a low of $18.14 per hundredweight for the third quarter of this year, up to $18.71 in the fourth quarter of this year for an average cost of 43 cents with uh, second quarter 2024 and, and third quarter 2024 policies not offered. And typically when these later months aren't offered, it's due to lack of lack of trading at that far out to be able to establish baseline floor prices and premium fees. And with that, that's all I have prepared for, for this month. Uh, next, The next Protecting Your Profits uh, webinar will be on April 26th. 2023 at noon, uh, we'll have guest speaker, Dr. Chris Wolf, who's the E.V. Baker Professor of Ag Economics at uh, Cornell University. He's going to uh, provide us an update on what the milk, federal milk marketing order reforms have been submitted to the USDA uh, in the hopes of being granted a, granted a hearing and where we are in the process of, of uh, uh, potential milk marketing order reforms this year. So with that, thank you. And uh, I uh, appreciate you joining us today and I look forward to talking with you next week.